Hi, everyone. Welcome. This is Push My Buttons podcast. We've already warmed up quite a bit because there's a lot <laughs> to talk about tonight. We actually just spent like the past, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes talking about Britney. And uh, <laughs> which, which Britney? Yeah. So Panda Pat has, uh, I mean, like, I'm. I mean, I, I have considered stepping away from all news at this point because it's all just so goddamn depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Panda Pat didn't know very much about the conservatorship, so we had a really good discussion about Free Britney. Um, <laughs> Got a Free Britney. search it because I knew it would just ruin, like, like I already have to be careful searching certain stuff because my Google account is linked on my work computer you know because you don't want be all that sims porn <laughs> to be linked to your work computer i don't worry about that so much but like i don't want like just weird stuff like all of this pop news and things like that because then i just end up in those rabbit holes of like garbage for hours and because i don't do much at my job regularly like i can do that for a long time so i gotta keep it off of there <laughs> Sims porn's fine as long as I don't actually search the Sims porn while I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's crucial. You don't want to get fired. <laughs> no, no fired. Although <laughs> it takes a lot to get fired from my job. <laughs> that's a good thing. Doesn't yeah. take very much for me to get fired. Oh, Hopefully, no. I don't get fired for like this podcast. If like any one of my supervisors finds it, hi. Hi, supervisor. None of them will. I work in in the defense industry. I don't nothing to do with games or anything. But yeah. all right, how's everyone's week going? Mine sucked, but how was your guys's week? Um, I am on week three of being a daywalker. It's quite terrible. Ooh. Although it is nice to actually be around people again. Like I'm not a people person, but I actually missed people. Today sucked, though. I went to two different malls, and oh my god, both of them were fucking packed. Although, although the one by my house is way more packed. Like, I was trying to get to the bathroom, and, like, I just had to dodge, like, 50 people. You gotta get, <laughs> gotta get the COVID. <laughs> Jump and kick <laughs> them in the face. Um, Captain Platinum, how was your week? And then once you go through your week, I, I forgot to introduce ourselves. So go through your week, and then we'll introduce ourselves. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's been an okay week. Nothing, nothing to write home about yet. Just been looking forward to this podcast. That's the best part of it right now. Yeah, I did go see Jungle Cruise though. That has some good dad jokes in it. So if you appreciate those, it was a fun movie. I am. I'm still looking forward to seeing Suicide Squad. I watched that hey. last weekend. Hey, I heard I actually it was good. Watched it, and I never watch movies when they first come out. That's was- that's promising. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. But I get excited anytime, like, is it anthropomorphic? Is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, I think so. That's Human a correct Human-shaped animals? Yes. I get yes. excited when <laughs> I get excited when animals are involved in anything whatsoever. So this one was an extra bonus for me because, you know, there's three different animals in it, and I'm just, like, so happy that I get to see them all. <laughs> That's why you got excited about the King Shark figure. One hundred percent. Well, that and I at first I thought it was uh, Street Sharks action figure, and I was like, "Where'd you get that?" And then I realized it was from Suicide Squad <laughs> because they're expensive. Has anybody looked up <laughs> fucking Street Shark action figures? They yep, like forty bucks in their shit condition. Oh man, yep. the worst. It's true. 
Um, I went to Otacon. Uh, it's the anime convention in DC. Ooh. And that was that was a blast. I have a friend who works it. Um, there was an incident called Nipplegate that I heard about because apparently the building staff. Okay, so for people who don't know, with cons, there are two sets of staff that cons have to deal with. There's the con staff, and there are the venue staff. They're totally different. Um, and the venue staff had a rule that for an anime convention. Everyone must be wearing shirts, which oh. there are lots of anime characters that don't wear shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, most prominently is Demon Slayer, right? The, oh, yeah. the, the boarhead dude, he doesn't wear a shirt. And that's a famous anime right now. There were plenty of guys that were not that were not going to wear shirts. So my friend told me about Nipplegate. Um, and essentially the con knew like that wasn't going to fly with cosplays. So they just rapid fired the venue with like asinine questions in an effort to bug them enough to back down on the rule. And it worked. They were asking stuff like, okay, but like, what's the point of wearing shirts? Do you need to cover the nipple? What if they were wearing suspenders? Would that be okay? What if they were wearing pasties? What if and they and like they just went on with the, all these asinine questions, and then it got to the point where the venue just got pissed. Was like, fine, we'll get rid of that rule. So there was that. Um, I blew a lot of money at Autocon, and I don't regret it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was my first time actually making purchases in the Artist Alley, so I'm very yeah, happy. Really? Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> I so I was just like I want this, I want this. So when I actually frame my stuff, I'm uh, this weekend I'm getting my office prepped up because I have a new assignment at work which requires a lot of at-home work. So I I want to work in an office that has my new art up that's organized and everything. So that's my that's my goal this weekend is to organize my office and to get my new stuff hung up. So as I do it, I'm going to take pictures of my art and send it uh, to the chat so you guys can see what I got. I got a lot of Pokémon stuff. Got a hell of a lot of Pokemon stuff. Um, but, yeah. Oh, you said something that you're back into something Pokemon, didn't you? Yeah. First, before we do that, I want to introduce myself. I'm Dungeon Master Mike. I am your host <laughs> for tonight. And I'm already, according to my cup, uh, I'm about two, th- about halfway into my drink, which means I am about two and a half tequila shots in. Um, so... Yeah, I'm Dungeon Master Mike, and we have the marvelous... Spectacular Panda Pat. There we go! <laughs> you better have been talking about me! <laughs> I was. Actually, I was interested to see who was going to respond, thinking who I was talking about them. <laughs> I knew I knew you were talking about Panda Pat. <laughs> That's right! <laughs> we discussed I just, this today. Yeah, I saw her earlier. Yeah, I saw her earlier, and you we were know. like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So Brandon asked us to describe our podcast, and Jamie looks at me and he's like, go ahead, Pat, describe our podcast. And I was like, um, well, it's my podcast, and everybody just talks about what I want to talk about, and we all adore me, and I talk about video <laughs> games, and they just tell me how amazing I am. <laughs> Brandon just went with it. He's got some silly AI thing that that like auto-populates questions and stuff like that. It's very interesting. 
Um, but it like auto-populated titles <laughs> for our podcast. And one of them was, was it the Fucker Man's podcast? <laughs> yep. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yep. So that was fun for me because it was like, yay, <laughs> it is all about me. <laughs> so. <laughs> and our third guest tonight. Guest? I'm a host. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Sorry, that was tequila. It was four tequilas, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, he just I, said he was two and a half. So did you just no, do like a shot and a half? I just drank like another sh- half a shot. Okay, I'm, not I'm sure. on my third glass of Maker's Mark over here. It was so I had ice in my tequila, and the ice had melted. So I don't know like what proportions I'm drinking alcohol to water right now. No, I'm sure you I come just, up. With- I just know I'm really relaxed. That's good. That's good after the week you've had. This is Captain Platinum. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we normally our format, uh, as as our tens of viewers know, we talk about news first and then we talk about games. However, um, due to uh, the nature of some stuff we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about a game first and then we'll talk about news. Uh, Panda Pat. Oh, first off, we're going to go. Yes, I'm into the Pokemon trading card game again. <laughs> That's amazing. It man, opening a pack. It's like crack. Oh, it's I, like crack. I cannot tell you the nostalgia vibes that were coming with it. Um it's not like finding a Charizard, which I never had I never I never experienced that, but I found some pretty awesome cards. So Michelle and I were back into collecting. We're actually playing, we're playing the online trading card game, and I have a problem. So, I'm having a blast. I can't wait to get into Pokemon events. Michelle's more into the general collecting. I'm more into, like, the competitive play. And I'm getting my ass whooped. Uh, that <laughs> That is what uh, Jamie was talking about. I'll go into more details later on. But I want to talk about a game that uh, Spectacular Panda Pat. Tell us about a game that you were playing. So, uh, today... Uh... Uh, officially launched the Diablo 2 Resurrected beta. Um, and that's going to be open for a couple days. And I'm super excited because I played a ton of that. Um, I don't, <laughs> it was like a decade ago, if not longer. Um, so I don't remember all the missions, but I definitely remember the first two, which I, I believe those are the only two that are available for the beta. So I watched the video uh, that's like the opening scene and it's all epic and pretty and stuff because, you know, Diablo 3 is really pretty. So, of course, they make this one. Um, and it's, you know, a lot's happening and it's very exciting. And then I get into the game and it's like, basically the exact same game like the opening scene where you pick your character same exact setup however <laughs> well not however the the it's the same setup and it's beautiful graphics and it's great and it's amazing i'm just disappointed i don't get to pick my sex on different characters you know like specifically yes amazons are always going to be females so that makes sense um, and the, the lore behind the sorcerers is, is also females, but they have necromancers and assassins. And those two, I definitely want to be able to change the sexes to. Or like, you know, the paladin and the rogue are always going to be males. Um, so I'm a little disappointed about that. Um, but otherwise, it's just full on. It feels like the exact same game. The way they do the, the map constantly changing is exactly the same. Um, 
all the buttons are all the same, which made me super happy because, like, I just went right into it again. I'm like, oh, I know all the buttons already. <laughs> Can you believe I've never played Diablo 2? What? I actually, okay, sorry, let me let me correct that. I've never beaten Diablo 2. I completed okay. the first level on one occasion, uh-huh. and then I got to the Egyptian level, and I was like, I'm not about this theme, and then I stopped. Yeah? <laughs> I have never played Diablo 2. There you oh, go. Yeah. We, we See, should... Was- we should for Halloween as like a podcast event. We should get together and play uh, like classic Diablo two. Um, mm-hmm. There is a mod called Median XL, which completely mm-hmm. redoes the game. Like it basically gives ev- like everyone new skill trees. It redesigns the maps. It, it redoes enemies. It adds new content. It works on original Diablo two. Um, but basically, like, for example, uh, the the Necromancer has a Death Knight option, which mm. uh, turns a Necromancer from a magic character to a physical-based magic additional character. Uh, and there are skill trees that go into that. So what I want to do is I want to play, like, the original classic Diablo 2 so all the way through and then try that mod. A couple of years ago, Luke had, uh, like, way before this podcast, he had, like, reached out to me and he's like, we should play some games together. Um, and I was like, well, I really like this one. And it was Diablo 2. And I have two copies of it. I have a digital copy and I have the physical copy. And so I'm like, okay, well, you can use my digital and I'll play my physical. And, like, we kept, like, setting up times to play it, but I never actually managed to get him to play it with me. And it's super disappointing because now that this is out, I'm, like, super excited. I'm like... People play with me. People play with me. And nobody wants to play. Or nobody's like, nobody feels about it as I do, you know? Right. Um, except I have two friends who, one of them's also a DM. His name is also Mike. And then my other friend, these were guys I worked with at GameStop. They're like super down to play it with me. But, you know, we're all adults now and we have jobs and nobody has time. <laughs> yeah. Like the one um, friend was like, I can't buy it till payday. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. <laughs> um. Part of that may have to do with the recent news that has come out. Um, but overall, how do you feel about Diablo 2 Resurrected? I'm very happy. I was I was really hoping for opening up of the genders. Because I've, I've always been weird. Like, I'm okay with playing male characters. But I've always wanted to play female characters. Ever since I was a kid, I've always wanted to. The first game of Pokemon you ever got to play... A female character was Crystal, and it really sucks because my favorite, my favorite one that is, that is like is Silver, and you're still a male in Silver, and then Crystal was that third offshoot, which was fine, um, but I definitely always wanted Silver as a female, and they re-released it, and that was okay. But yeah, so like I just I want to be able to play like the tank class as a female, you know, and that's just I... not something that's an option. I love playing as women characters, and I, right. think, I think for me, like um, the the appeal to it comes with the fact that like it, like uh, the trope is that it's the male hero, the male protagonist. Mm-hmm. You know, he's white. Uh, he looks a certain way, and it's always a man saving like the princess, whatever, whatever, whatever the hell it may be. Um, and so, whenever I get the option to play. As a female character, I tend to do it because 
I really enjoy the idea of a woman who is stronger than me. Like I love, right. I love that appeal. Um, well, and one of the other things that um, I heard a long time ago is that like character, female characters in games like Mortal Kombat and stuff were not necessarily made um, less good, I guess, or like with like handicaps or things like that, but they weren't made to be the best. And so when you played these characters, it always gave me the, the opinion that like I was working harder, you know, like normal women have to do to be just as good as the other characters. Yeah. Yeah. I think personally, my opinion of, I mean, I think generally this is like an acceptable, like people in general will agree with me. Maybe not. Uh, maybe I'm a piece of shit. But I generally think that women characters, especially in those like 90s and early 2000s games, were put in specifically for like the male eye. Like we threw mm-hmm. in a, like the token female character mm-hmm. and she's just like. like <laughs> yeah, like Tomb Raider, right? Like the polygon boobs. And stuff like that, like that, or like that. That it wasn't necessarily for women; it was for men to appeal to men, right? I don't mind a character like like Marnie from Pokemon Sword and Shield, who I feel mm-hmm. is like a strong female character, but she's not necessarily like designed for sex appeal, um, right. or like. Well, most or, of the Pokemon characters aren't because they're ten. I years mean, old. it's a kid. It's a kid. <laughs> it's it's a it's a children's game. Right, right. I, but that was like the first thing that came to mind. Uh, what's a more like applicable character? Um, I'm playing a JRPG called the Trial, the Trails series, Trails of the Sky. Which uh, in previous episodes, we Jamie and I have talked at length about it. And um, the one of the main characters there, she is an awesome female protagonist. She's not designed for like. You know, to look a certain way, she's just a legitimately good character. Um, mm-hmm. I just love that. I, I, I love that. And I want to see more of that. I was uh, playing uh, Ghost Recon um, the other day because there apparently is a new it, it's, um, <laughs> expansion. Or not expansion, but a DLC for you can get Tomb Raider stuff in the game. And I got super excited because I'm thinking short shorts i'm thinking tank top like i honestly didn't have a problem with things being sexualized when i was younger because uh that's kind of what i was attracted to and so like i was like oh yeah you know that's what i want to be that's what i want to see um and so i got excited because i was thinking short shorts tank top you know the the long beautiful braid <laughs> and luke's like no it's just the it's just the tank top from the new tomb raider and the new tomb raider gun and the new tomb raider glasses and i'm like oh man like i want my big square boobs <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's nothing wrong with having with having a like a sexy character in a game right, right? but it's because... definitely something that's good to be addressed now yes especially because it i mean i didn't because I didn't realize how bad it was because I was just always so used to it. Because there are there are girls who like to play as like the sexy character, but you need to have variety in your female characters, mm-hmm. just like how there is a variety in male characters, right? Yes. You got like the buff, like macho Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger type characters, but then you've also got like you know like the teenager male character. I, I don't know, like yes. I. I'm too drunk to come up with like specific <laughs> examples, but I feel like they're like, well, while Mortal Kombat's not- the perfect 
yeah, kind while of they're... thing for it because you've got Boraicho and then you've got <laughs> you've got the Minotaurs. I can't remember their names. Mm-hmm. Um, but while while there is like nothing wrong with having a sexy character, there is something wrong with that being the only type of like mm-hmm. girl in your game. And I yep. think and I think that hopefully the industry is moving towards like a wider level of representation because honestly, in my opinion, it just makes for a better story when you one have thing, more. One thing that I worry about with things like that is that uh, yes, you want more variety, but then you get you get the bigger girl characters, and then what ends up happening is you end up having and this is going to sound rude, but you have that that fat girl trope that where they're you know the funny one or you know you've got like the dumb girl trope and you know it's just like like i as much as i like melissa mccarthy she she played into a lot of those or um who's the the one comedian who always talks about sex and penis and vulgar stuff who was a bigger uh female comedian i could i mean lisa almost, lisa lampanelli yeah i mean like almost so, every other snl <laughs> like host Right. Um, so there was a trope with her as well. And it, it like it was I watched that episode of South Park where where Cartman's like, women are funny, you know, talk about talk about sex and vaginas and being oh, fat and things like that. And I'm just kind of like, I'm like, OK, so what's better having only one type or having the trope of making fun of fat women, you know, like, <laughs> so, what's so, yeah, people here? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I didn't think of that. Um, when. <laughs> But when when I was thinking of like variety, I was thinking, uh, okay, so this character just popped into mind. Not a video game character; it's a comic book character, a comic book character who I have not read, so I may not uh, be necessarily justified to bring this in as an example. But Ironheart, uh, who mm-hmm. is the new Iron Man character, yes. she is a a nerdy black girl. She's got like a beautiful fro. And, mm-hmm. uh, and basically, like, she is, she's a nerd. She, I mean, just from some of, like, the promotional pictures that I've seen, she looks kind of frail, but she's mm-hmm. she's in an Iron Man suit, all right? Yeah. The, so when I think of variety, I'm thinking of, like, people like that, that who can sense. be heroes. I really think of that. Yeah. So, um, but yes, there are going to be dangerous tropes. I think that there is a there's a level of growing pains that come in mm-hmm. like the, as an industry that has been predominantly male, if we're going to be kind of like well, branching out for different types of people, or I think we're right. going to hit those bumps. Well, and we, we see that a lot with like, um, you know, with, with, uh, black people coming into media and stuff like that. We saw that over the last, you know, 80 years as they came more and more into the media there, you know, eventually they started breaking out of certain tropes. So maybe that is, maybe you're right. It is just growing pains and we'll get there eventually. Yeah. I think we need to make some mistakes in order to, in order to get there. Uh, I hope I'm not saying anything controversial. I'm not, I'm just like five and a half tequila shots in now. I just finished my drink. Um, but yeah, I think that basically the point that I'm trying to get to is the wider representation that we get of women in our games, the better. Uh, when it comes to Diablo 2, bringing it back to the original point, I'm totally down for seeing like a woman necromancer. I think that would be fantastic. That's Well, and that's what I want. I mean, they did necromancers in Diablo 3, so I can get over it because I can have a female one of those, but... The Necromancer in Diablo 2 was one of my favorite classes, um, and it just always sucked because I always had to be, 
You always had to be We're like a dude with a with a six weird pack. Old guy, because <laughs> he has yeah. white hair because he's a necromancer. True. So. <laughs> or the assassin. I'm surprised that they didn't do it simply because the assassin, because you know, male assassins are way super cool. So mm-hmm. it's just a woman though, which makes me happy because I'm satisfied. But I think that would upset a lot of the male players. Right. Okay. So. Now that we have covered that, uh, I'm going to give a disclaimer because we're going to get into some news. And specifically, I want to get into some news because I was right uh, uh, from a previous episode. So really quick, here's the disclaimer. Um, Panda Pat, you haven't really been following the news about Blizzard lately, so you're kind of like in the dark, right? Yeah, the only thing I knew is that I got an email saying that resurrected was releasing a beta and that i was invited if i pre-bought it <laughs> otherwise i don't watch anything blizzard at all whatsoever the only game i play is diablo right so um with that in mind panda pat has not been aware of the news um jamie and i have talked about this a couple of times in the past our format of the podcast even though we talk about news it's more about our opinion of the news uh, because like by the time these episodes come out any news that we talk about is old news. Uh, and so we were going to talk about the whole blizzard controversy, but initially we were aiming for just opinions, right, Jamie? Yeah. Uh, because at like, by the time you listeners get this episode, uh, every, like more news is going to come out. And so we were just going to kind of talk about our opinions. Um, however, when Panda Pat joined us tonight, we realized uh, you know what? It's probably good to do a recap as of the recording of this episode, um, because Panda Pat, you've been in the dark about it, and it. I think it's kind of like good to kind of like remind ourselves what has been going on. With that, also here is the second disclaimer: uh, we are not people to judge at all. If you decide to support Blizzard or not, it has been shown frequently time and time again that boycotts are essentially useless. What tends to work are uh, investors and sponsorships that pull out from supporting a particular company. Because, I mean, like, think about a couple of years ago when Keurig was, I forget exactly what they said, but a lot of conservatives were just like, well, we're going on a Keurig boycott and they ended up like shooting their Keurigs that they ended up already buying and they didn't buy Keurig. like that happened like in 2018 (laughs) um there's there's another instance when the movie cuties came out uh that netflix was hosting and while i will say that yes the way how netflix advertised the movie cuties was wrong um just so you know the way how netflix advertised it they sexualized children but that's not what the movie was about um, but a lot of people canceled their Netflix accounts. And like, I remember just three months ago, people were like, you know what? I'm going to resubscribe to Netflix. It's like boy, <laughs> boycotts do not work. Okay. I think it, it's funny. Like when people do the same thing with like Amazon, they're like, yeah, I don't want to support Amazon. We've been doing too much Amazon lately. And I'm like, oh yeah. So you don't, you don't watch Amazon Prime anymore. No, we still have that. Yeah, boy- audible. I'm like, there's so many places that you're giving money to them in other ways. Like, really? <laughs> yes. Boycotts don't work. However, there are people that feel like, hey, based on this information that I have, I, eth- I ethically cannot support them by, by doing A, right. B, or C. So right. if you decide to boycott, 
you know, that is, that's your prerogative. And I applaud uh, if you decide not to boycott, you know, like I, I get it. Like it's, it's a personal decision and push my buttons doesn't side either way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to blizzard. So if, with the news of Blizzard coming out, if you decide to get Diablo 2 resurrected, that's one thing. If you decide, hey, you know what? I'm not going to get it. That's another. Uh, it's a personal decision at this point. So I'm just going to throw that out there uh, just so that everyone understands because we're about to get into some heavy stuff. Uh, trigger warnings. This is going to hit some sexual assault. This is going to hit. Oh, yeah, people not being believed. This is going. Yeah, this is going to get into some pretty deep stuff. But it is worth doing a quick recap, uh, just so that Panda Pat is uh, is caught up to date. Because I was I was right. I was right a couple episodes ago. Um, Captain Platinum. What is it that I said a couple episodes ago? I don't remember. I think it was something about like I thought that JL and Brack was going to get fired. Right? Was that it? I believe that's what you said. Yes. Okay. Um, JLM Brack ended up getting fired. Who was the president of Blizzard? Jeez. So. Is that serious? Oh, Panda Pat. Let me tell you. (laughs) This is one of those instances where I am going to invite you around the campfire at Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm going to hold like like a handful of magnesium and blow it into the fire. And it's going to be like. And it's going to be like. (laughs) The Odyssey of the Blizzard uh, Controversy, Part 1, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Oh, man, I am drunk. I just readjusted my seat and everything went dizzy. Here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> I am i don't have an alcohol tolerance, so I'm just going to go off. <laughs> All right. Pat, here we go. Pat, you keep him in check. Yeah, you keep him in check. <laughs> I am going. To, no, okay, I, we, I condone this stuff. I'm all for it. <laughs> we are currently at about a half hour in. I, you know what? We always try to keep our episodes less than a half hour. I go into the. No, we try to keep them under an hour. Under an hour. Yes. Yes. Sorry, that was. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. We oh, Panapet's body is ready. She is ready. To- <laughs> this may oh, no. be a longer episode, but I'm going to try and recap as much as I can, and I'm going to try and keep it under 10 minutes. I can't guarantee it. Um, I am not going to cover every single little thing. I'm going to cover the major points. Okay. Uh, okay. So I need to actually Google like the department that is suing Blizzard. Um, but there is a Blizzard lawsuit going on. Did you know that, Panda Pat? I did not. I didn't realize it was like lawsuit status. Oh I'm yes. So surprised at all of this. <laughs> okay, so the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, otherwise known as the DFEH, had come out with a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard in June. Okay. Uh, this is just two months old. I mean, like it's still recent news, but so much news has come out that this is considered to be old. The lawsuit has come out stating that women at Blizzard, specifically women, uh, have been targeted in Blizzard for sexual assault. And they've also been targeted for uh, like abuse in the workplace, specifically some instances that have come out. And I'm going off of memory. I'm not actually looking at any notes or anything. Um, but some things that have come out about women are like they were held back from promotions because, hey, if you get pregnant, you may not be able to work. So we don't want to give you this promotion. 
Right. Well, that makes sense. That's that's in all work fields. That's in all work fields, but that doesn't not necessarily <laughs> mean that they should be held back from promotion, right? It just means that the company's they got a plan be. for it. They should. That's how be. it's always been, though. That's what vacation time is for. That that's what that's what like mother <laughs> exactly. leave. Like there there are companies. I, I know my job specifically gives leave to women who are who are going to have a child. That's separate from vacation leave, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, but but Blizzard has been has been told, like, rather Blizzard's being sued because they have held back on promotions from women that had the qualifications, the same amount of seniority, and and uh, like basically achievements, right? If it came to a, a man and a woman, there have been instances where they would give it to the man simply because of the following reasons: Hey, I know that guy. We're friends. We're drinking buddies. Literally, that's listed in the lawsuit, right? Because they were friends. Um, wow. For women, it's like, you know what? You may be pregnant. We don't want to deal with that, so we're going to give it to the guy, right? That's another instance. There have been instances of things uh, where, like, if a meeting needed to occur and there were no meeting rooms available instead of having it in like you know like the general lunch room or at someone's cubicle uh they would go into the um what are those rooms called with like i don't know what they're called but where the mud the mud basically like the mother rooms where you have to go in and just like be a parent right that could be diaper changing that could be breastfeeding that could be for anything Oh, like they call them in the lawsuit. They're called lactation rooms. That's what they're called. Oh, okay. I think that's a really odd I'm name. I'm surprised that these companies had those. I mean, that's not something that was really. Well, there there have been instances of like people saying, "Hey, going into the lactation room, being like, hey, women, get out of here. We're having a meeting.'" Like there have been several recorded instances of that. Uh-huh. Uh, there have been instances of things called cube crawls, where like. Uh, male employees would get on all fours and crawl from cube to cube, but specifically would like go to like the women's cubes. Um, and it's like, Hey, you know, let go under their desk or whatever it may be. Uh, there were uh, women that were, that were uh, essentially sexually harassed. Uh, basically this is a lawsuit that says that at, at Activision Blizzard, this has been more of commonplace and we are going to essentially sue you guys uh, because. So, so okay, sorry, one sec. So I'm curious: are these things that are that were commonplace? And I mean, because this is something that women have been working against for a lot of years of just like regular sexual harassment, regular being held back, regular not being paid fairly. Is this something that you know has been going on for the last sixty years? And that it's coming up now as an issue, um, whereas it just wasn't ever like fixed. Or is this something that like, like I'm not, I guess I'm a little confused as to what the difference here is and why. Like obviously it needs to be taken care of, it, but why is it so controversial now when it's something that happens literally all the time, literally everywhere? So the important thing I think is to, to state is that first off, what's against the law is against the law. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if these laws came out recently, let's say let's pretend these laws even came out like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the fact of the matter is that businesses still need to change the the DFEH, the Department of Fair Employment and Housing. They have they have performed a two year investigation. No one knew this. 
people found out in June when the lawsuit came out, and the DFEH has said we've done a two-year investigation on Activision Blizzard because people were whistleblowing, and uh, they Activision Blizzard knew that they were under this investigation, and in that two-year period, even during the investigation, they found. Um, basically infractions of against the law, right? So even if we are looking at the past five years, this these things have occurred in such recent amount of time that the investigation turned these things up. Um, I, I'm not a lawyer, but I remember in previous classes, at one time I, I studied patent law. It's nothing compared to, to, to this type of law. But there is a concept where like, if you were doing, uh, you know, if you, if you were doing action A, and then in a recent year action A is now illegal, you cannot necessarily be blamed uh, prior to that being law of you performing action A if you stopped doing action A. If that makes sense, right? So if two thousand eight or two thousand eighteen action A became illegal and you stopped in two thousand eighteen. Um, you can't necessarily be held accountable for things that you've done prior to 2018. That's how I understand the law. I could be wrong. Anybody who listens that knows law better than I am, I am totally open to being told, hey, you're wrong. Um, but even within this two-year investigation, the, DFE, the DFEH has found infractions against current law. So right. that's yeah, kind that of was... what... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so there are current... Um, there are... There are th- Basically, this lawsuit is kind of covering the two-year investigation. Um, but then all of a sudden, uh, wow, I am really dizzy right now. Um, uh. I'm really drunk. But here we go. Uh, th- more, more and more things have come out. There were two people, I believe there's two people listed specifically in the lawsuit. One was a man named by the name of Alex Afrasiabi who was the biggest perpetrator of sexual assault. There have been accounts of him um, basically like groping women, um, telling them to come to his, uh, to his hotel room um, it, like prior. Uh, and then there was J. Allen Brack who was listed. Uh, there basically in this lawsuit, the culture of Blizzard has come to light. And a lot of people have told their stories about the culture of Blizzard and how far it has actually gone back. Before we recorded this podcast, I sent you a video from mm-hmm. a 2010 BlizzCon panel where 2010? a woman. Holy shit! 2010. I it was recent. No, this is 2010. Yeah, 2010. 11, Eleven years ago, a this was during the time of the expansion, Wrath of the Lich King. Um, a woman had come up and said, Hey, I love what you do with your woman characters. Like I said, there are women who appreciate like the ultra sexy woman. Uh, but the strength comes in variation of female characters. And so she says, I want to know when you guys are going to have characters that look like they have not, that look like they haven't come out of a Victoria's secret catalog. Um, and the pat basically she's initially cheered. But then everyone starts to boo her. You can see her be super, like, uncomfortable up there. Um, The guy who says, hey, we hear you, 
we understand. So we're going to look at other catalogs. To, uh. <laughs> and so that guy is Alex Afrasiabi. In that same video, there is a guy who says, hey, uh, what catalog were we looking at for those female Tarin characters? For those of you who are not in the know, Tarin oh. are cow people. Uh, and they're like, oh, it's uh, it's a catalog you wouldn't know. It's the agricultural catalog. That is J. Allen Brack, who I call Jab. Uh, he was, until recently, the president of Blizzard. Okay? Oh, wow. Now, 2000, all, all these funny things happened right at the start of the investigation. Two years ago, so the investigation started in 2018. Guess what happened in 2018? Alex Afrasiabi quietly departs Blizzard. He has a giant corporate parachute of of like stipends and he keeps oh, his yeah. stock in the company and everything, but he's yeah. quietly released with no reason and has recently turned out he was released because of sexual harassment. Um, people have gone to HR and HR had turned a blind eye to their complaints. And Alex Afrasiabi <laughs> was <HR's> a job. <laughs> yeah. Alex Afrasiabi was a main focal point of these complaints to HR. The reason why they turned a blind eye, because Alex Afrasiabi was a huge storyline writer for the game. So he was so far up the chain that HR was like, we can't do anything about that. So we're not going to do anything about your complaint. Um Story okay. of my life. <laughs> right. So so Alex Afrasiabi departs Blizzard in 2018. When this lawsuit comes out, Jab comes out with this email that's totally inadequate. For anyone who remembers JLM Breck's response to the Blitzchung incident where he came out about where someone came out and said, Hey, liberate Hong Kong, JLM Breck gave a non-apologetic blank statement that did not apologize, that did not do anything. Um, he recently, uh, when this lawsuit came out, he wrote the following. Um, he said, the Activision companies of today, uh, the Activision companies that I know are great companies with good values. When I joined the executive leadership team, I was certain that I was joining a company where I would be valued, treated with respect, and provided opportunities equal to those afforded to men in the company. For me, this has been true during my time. As a leader, I am committed to making sure that the experience I have is the same as the rest of the organization. We have leader. We have a leadership team that is committed uh, to these principles in every way. Um, there was... Uh, Oh no, that was sorry. That was that was someone else's email. I read the wrong email. Uh, let's let's go backwards. Sorry, that was the wrong email I wrote. Uh, that was actually Fran Townsend, who is a woman organizational uh, executive. I'll get into her in a second. Sorry, forget what I just said. <laughs> what J. Allen Brack wrote in the email was um, stepping back when I talked to Bobby who is the CEO of Activision Blizzard, about taking this job, one of the first things I mentioned was a reverend saint of the Brack household, Gloria Steinem. Growing up, the value of women as equals, understanding the work that had been done for equal treatment, and the fact that there was still much to do were common themes. This is just one of the reasons why the fight for equality is incredibly important to me. 
People with different backgrounds, views, and experiences are essential for Blizzard, our teams, and our player community. I disdain bro culture and have spent my career fighting against it. That's part, that's a segment of the email that J. Allen Brack um, had wrote. And then this, this video comes out about him being like, hey, what catalog do we want the Tauri females coming from? Um which is an empty platitude. He did the same thing with Blitz Chunk. He did the same thing with Warcraft 3 Reforged. Um, he basically gives non-apologetic, non-committal uh, uh, responses as president of Blizzard. Okay? Uh, he, within the past week, has been fired. News reports have said that he stepped away. But the last, I think episode 38 it was, or maybe episode 39, before that news came out that he stepped away, I had said, I'm expecting JL and Brack essentially to leave the company. And I was right. Um, because he is a bad president. He may be a good uh, designer. He may be a good program manager when it comes to the games. He may even be a, a good team leader when it comes to getting a certain thing done. But as a president, he has Failed since he jumped in at 2018, which is also when the investigation started. Every single controversy that Blizzard has run into, he has handled it poorly as president. Mike Morheen, who was president of Blizzard until 2018, has come out with a statement. He has since begun his own studio called Dreamhaven, and he has said, I have failed you, my female employees. I had been approached by some people who were concerned about sexual harassment and I did nothing. Hmm. Uh, I have failed you. He has stated those words. But then again, he's no longer attached to Blizzard. He left in 2018. J. Allen Brack filled him in and J. Allen Brack has failed as president. Previous episode, I said J. Allen Brack is a lame president and now he has hmm. been fired. Since the lawsuit has also come out, Fran Townsend, who is an executive at Activision Blizzard, not necessarily working for Activision Blizzard, but she's an executive for Activision Blizzard. It has also been, it's also worthwhile stating that she joined the company in March. She's been with the okay. company for like six months. She has also been with the George Bush administration. And she has, there are videos on YouTube about her defending Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay, the, the infamous prison, there are videos of her defending torture, saying, like, our advanced in interrogation techniques are worthwhile. Hmm. Okay? She's a torture apologist. <laughs> well, anybody um, who's connect connected to po politics, like, especially women who are connected to politics and especially conservative women, it, it always feels like a backhand. It's just like you're kind of, like, you're kind of working for us, but you're kind of working against us. It's like all of the women attached to the Trump administration. It's just like, really? Right. So <laughs> You're, you're so, just brainwashed. Exactly. <laughs> or so you that, just don't care because, you know, you're satisfied with being, you know, whatever. But, right. <laughs> so the fact that she's an executive, she's way high up. No one's going to mess with her. No one's no. going to sexually assault an executive. No. Needless to say, she's also been with the company for, what, less than six months? She joined mm -hmm. in March? Right. So, they, they hired her as a token representative. <laughs> I mean, that, that could be it. They also could have, like, hired her for, you know, for her experience. But the fact that she is so high up the ladder, she's not going to experience the things that common designers, 
like female designers at the working level will experience Any on a daily basis ever. <laughs> right. It she's seems not, like she's she not, probably makes, you know, uh, it's kind of it? like, it's kind of like saying if Jeff Bezos came out and said, Hey, <laughs> I relate to you, the common yeah. man. Uh, it doesn't like, go ahead. The women like that are always so protected, you know, like, <sighs> you have anything to do with politics at all you're always protected because there's always that you know idea that that well you know if if something happened to her she would be a full-on whistleblower whereas people who are you know not so um, <laughs> don't have so much you know they're they're they have a little less say and and women in general have less say but uh you know women without money women without family power have right. like you know no say <laughs> and so of course she's gonna be you know i would like to see someone who has been in the company who has dealt with this bullshit whether or not like they were personally victimized but here um, here's the problem is that okay i am really rage miking <laughs> drunk like slamming <laughs> on my office table at this point here's the thing they can't come out with that because if they do they get fired right yeah exactly so, there's always that retaliation so the, yes and the I retaliation mean, the big part day, like there's shit that i brought up at my work that i was just like this is ignoring your fucking little man and ignoring the female little man and ignoring retaliation and that's not okay and they still they don't right make an eye at it so so to recap on the the paragraph that i that i misread earlier i'm going to read a couple of sentences and then i'm going to read another sentence in a different paragraph of that same email she says the activision companies of today the activision companies that i know are great companies with good values when i joined and i'm not i'm at this <laughs> six months ago six months ago <laughs> the executive leadership team I was certain that I was joining a company where I would be valued and treated with respect and provided opportunities equal to those afforded to the men of the company. For men, this has been true during my time, right? And so, like, her words mean jack shit! Uh, <laughs> yeah. And a later the type of woman that I don't trust. It, later on in that same email, she says, we put tremendous effort into creating fair compensation policies that reflect our commitment to equal opportunity. We review compensation. Oh, we review compensation regularly and feel confident that we pay all employees fairly for equal and substantially <laughs> similar work. Guess what happened after this lawsuit came out? The employees were like, hey, we are told in our contract to not disclose our paychecks. That's why don't we? Why, why don't we do this? Why don't we make an Excel sheet where we establish only our gender, and then we establish our pay? Mm -hmm. And so the like, I'm not sure if the entirety of Blizzard did this, but enough people did it to where people who identified as female had significantly lower pay and oh, significantly yeah. lower promotion opportunities despite the same amount of seniority, despite the same amount of, of uh, accomplishments at work, they were significantly lower. So what Fran Townsend is saying right here is bullshit, right? So what she is saying has nothing to do with the with the designers of Blizzard Act. So she, she comes out and she says this tone-deaf response. In fact, it is so tone-deaf that Bobby Cocktick I call him Cocktick because that's all he is worth. Bobby caught. 
His real name is Bobby Kotick. Oh, Cock. But I call him Cocktick, right? He released an email on the Activision Blizzard newsroom. Um, And this was a letter from CEO Bobby Kotick to all employees. He says, um, I want to – oh, wait, no. Where where is it that he actually makes – this particular statement he says um okay here we go our initial responses including jay allen brack mr jab and fran townsend torture apologist he says our initial responses to the issues we face together and to your concerns were quite frankly tone deaf fran townsend was like her 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 statement was so baffling that even the CEO had to say it was tone deaf. Fran Townsend has since come out with a rebuttal saying, sorry, what I said was at the behest of our lawyers who are who have a reputation of union busting. Um, our lawyer has said that I should say this and I ended up losing my voice. She was part of. She was the head of like the women's organization of Activision Blizzard, which is some of her responsibilities. Not all of her responsibilities as an executive, but some of her responsibilities. She has since stepped down as the head of the women's organization at Activision Blizzard because of her response. Her response was so tone deaf that she stepped down. She's still an executive, but also since the lawsuit has come out, the head of HR has been fired. J. Allen Brack has been fired. Um, the uh, Jesse McCree, who has an Overwatch character named after him, and he is also the Diablo 4 director, has been fired. Wow. And part of uh, like a huge group of what has been known as the Cosby Suite group has been fired. Now, Panda Pat, you don't know about the Cosby Suite. Uh-uh. Okay, I'm going to send you a picture. Basically, Alex Afrasiabi, the biggest offender. Sorry, I have, oh man, I'm already 20 minutes into this rant. <laughs> I'm loving it. I just realized <laughs> this. Okay, and I, I apologize to our listeners who already know all this. This is, like, our podcast is pretty much reacting to the news. Because we don't release podcast episodes early enough to, like, actually give you news. So it's just us reacting. This is this is Drunk Dungeon Master Mike. <laughs> um, so I apologize. Because uh, we'll, we'll get into our games in a bit. This is going to be a longer episode. Okay, Alex Afrasiabi, who is named in the lawsuit, had something called the Cosby Suite. Where he posted on his own Facebook page, which has since been deleted. He posted screenshots on his own Facebook page. Jesus. Text messages. And pictures of his Cosby suite and of conversations that he had with head Blizzard designers about bringing women to the hotel room to have sex with them. What? The Cosby suite. This was in 2013. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Wait, ahead. Okay. I, I so want to get your reaction. When did the allegations of Cosby come out? Uh, during this lawsuit, it came out okay. in the investigation. Now, it's important to state that the Cosby suite is not indicative of any wrongdoing. This is going to sound really weird coming from me, okay? But it's important to understand, in terms of a courthouse and in the legal proceeding, the Cosby suite that I'm about to link you. Now, go ahead and check it out. So, uh, did in- he call it the Cosby suite? Oh, dude. Dude. 
click the link I just put in the chat and oh, look at the no. picture. They are <laughs> no. literally holding up a goddamn fucking picture of Bill Cosby. And what? everyone That's insane. Yes. No. They literally called it the Cosby Suite and they held up a picture of Bill Cosby. Jesus. Okay. Wow. All right. Holy shit. Who's the one in this picture? Okay, <laughs> Alex so Afras- people. Alex Afrasiabi, who I mentioned before, the biggest offender and the one who is personally named in the lawsuit. J. Allen Brack, the up until recently president of Blizzard. Jesse McCree, who was the director of Diablo 4 and has an Overwatch character, McCree, named after him, as far as well as like two other people. All these people got fired! <laughs> So they okay. 100% knew that they were taking advantage of women okay. and being horrible and then called it the Cosby Suite because that's what he got in trouble for, right? Okay, here, here's the thing. Okay, just to go run a couple things out here. The Cosby Suite, what it was named, this picture, and the text messages are not indicative of a crime, right? Okay. It's not indicative of a crime because it's kind of outside the investigation period. What this shows, though, is the culture that Blizzard has harvested to mm-hmm. lead to several things that has ended up turning Blizzard into a hellhole for women to work at. Okay? This shows the culture. Okay? And, to, and not, the Jesus, second thing to bring I... up was that this picture... And this article talks about events that happened in 2013. For anyone who has a memory that goes back far enough, Bli- uh, not Blizzard, uh, Cosby was not convicted in 2013. Rumors uh-huh. started surfacing of a sexual misconduct in 2013. Okay, right? so they were the- just being silly and they fucked well, themselves. <laughs> well, I will, I'll get into this. I'll get into this, right? 2013, when this picture came out of them holding up a picture of Bill Cosby and saying that Alex Afrasiabi's room is the Bill Cosby suite. In 2013, rumors of Bill Cosby's sexual misconduct and him drugging women to have sex with them Mm -hmm. was coming out in 2013. He didn't get convicted until 2015. Right. So this is a gray area because a lot of the people in this picture have released statements saying it was called the Cosby suite because Bill Cosby is known for his ugly sweaters and the carpet in the hotel room was an ugly carpet. But pictures have come out of this hotel room and the carpet looks like normal hotel carpet. So the thing is, we, we don't know. We have no idea well, why this, this was called the Bill Cosby suite. Right. And this thing that you sent me. Um, it's got like text messages. Right. Let's get into that... those text messages when you have a second. <laughs> I'm ga- gathering hot chicks for the cause. Bring right. Me. Greg, are you on the way? Uh, Dave, can you marry all? You can't marry all of them, Alex. Alex, I can't. Alex, I'm, <laughs> I'm Middle Eastern. Jesse, you misspelled fuck. You know, right. Meaning like you can't Greg, fuck all of them, Alex. At the Hilton Bar. And this other guy says, come up to the cause. And then this other one says, possibly greatest group chat ever. And it was. It was no. on Alex Afrasiabi's Facebook page. <laughs> he posted a screenshot of this oh, text Jesus. message. Okay. Look. Okay. Jesse McCree. <laughs> Jesse McCree. The Overwatch character was McCree. Basically, these guys, Blizzard hosted a, a rock star mentality of like, I am such hot shit. I can do anything and get away with it. 
right? So basically, this does not. This is not indicative of a crime, despite there being pictures of like loads and loads of alcohol, mm-hmm. right? This is sadly, this is not indicative of a crime. No, but it it's is. Not, but this it does is suggest sh- they knew exactly what they were meaning when they said the exactly cause right. <laughs> so so Blizzard has this lawsuit that's coming up, and then the executive team doesn't know how to address it. Their law team is saying reject it because if you do any amount of culpability, that is a that will come against you in the court. And then, um, but so like so, and they do an initial rejection. But then CEO Cocktick says, "Sorry, we were tone deaf." And then Mike Morheim, who was the president up until 2018, says, "I failed you." So like. So Blizzard doesn't even know how to respond to the loss. I know better. Talk to your cat. Um, so okay, I have okay. I I need to stop on the coverage because I am getting fired up. I think I covered all the major points. Um, for anyone who wants to learn more about the details, we're not a news podcast. I'm breathing to calm my heart right now. Okay. For anyone who wants to learn more about it, um, YouTube, Yong Ye, spelled Y-O-N-G-Y-E-A. He has done a series of videos about the allegations against Blizzard as they happened. He literally has done videos day after day. I have been following Yong Ye since 2019. Um, the dude is, is amazing. In fact, I even think he's from my same area in California. Uh I doubt he listens to me, but I guess he does. Hey, Young Yam, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of yours. Um, Jim Sterling, also known as Stephanie Sterling. Jim is her dead name, but she still goes by Jim because that's her brand. Um, she uh, she talks. Uh, okay, so so her program is the Jimquisition. She's trans. When when oh, okay, okay. She, when she identified as male, um, she went by Jim Sterling. And now since she has transitioned to Stephanie Sterling, um, which was recent, that was this year, she has she has done a video about like, okay, how to address me. She accepts uh, being addressed as Jim simply because that is when she started her channel. That's when she started her branding. And it, the branding is called the Jimquisition. So she will accept Jim Sterling. But Stephanie Sterling, Jim Sterling, the Jimquisition I- has done two videos about it. Mm. Uh, if you want kind of a more detailed explanation about the lawsuit of Blizzard, I suggest you go check out those two sources, Young Ye and the Jimquisition. They go into much more detail than we can go to in a podcast. Okay. Um, I have spent uh, a half hour, 32 minutes on my rant because I just want to say I was fucking right. <laughs> Because in a previous, <laughs> because in a previous episode, I was like, um, "Jab, Mr. Jab, J. Allen Brack sucks as president," and what do you know? He got fired. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got That's fired funny. up. Um, okay, so Blizzard is in hot shit, and I really think they should fail. Okay, but to bring it back to the disclaimer. Um, the big, of course, like Warcraft 3 Reforge was kind of like the most recent remaster that fell to corporate shit. Uh, and people are suspecting, if you want to know more about like how Warcraft 3 Reforged um, possibly could have been affected by a lot of the shit that's been happening in Blizzard, Young A has a video specifically about Warcraft Reforged. 
or Warcraft three reforged. Um, so, and, and he kind of like brings it back to the culture of blizzard and like how Activision has stepped in. Uh, but basically blizzard is no longer the company that we thought it was. In fact, I even doubt it was even the company that we thought it was. Uh, so with a new remaster coming out, Diablo 2 Resurrected, this is what I have to say about it. If you decide to not support Diablo 2 Resurrected, I applaud you. Okay? I ask that you do not that you do not judge harshly against people who decide to play Diablo 2 Resurrected. Because boycotts rarely work and people probably have already invested money into it. Um, well, but I mean, it, my, my thing is, is that the game is the game. Despite the people who developed it, and assuming those people, you know, who are horrible people, are fired now and no longer profiting from it, then it's not so bad, as long as we know that this is the problem, we've addressed the problem, we take care of the problem. Right, okay, so that's that's a point to remember. I also forgot to mention two other things, I will hit these briefly. One, uh, the investors, the people that really matter, the super rich people that pump mm-hmm. money into Activision Blizzard... Since this lawsuit has come out, they have also sued Blizzard because of the first lawsuit. Investors are suing Blizzard because they're like, hey, you guys knew about this investigation. There's no way you didn't know about this investigation. You knew it could affect your bottom line and you did not tell us. So we are suing you for artificially inflating your stock price. That is the lawsuit that I'm really looking carefully at. Oh, okay. interesting. So investors have been like, okay, not only that, but you're also hiring a law firm that is known for union busting for Amazon. Okay. <laughs> um, you guys suck ass. So the uh, so even investors have caught on to this whole thing. Um, that's kind of where like Blizzard will really, really, really hurt. Um but the rot, the rot in Blizzard goes really deep. But I know uh, if you decide to support uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected, I'm not one to judge. I got my own faults. Um, and, and like, it doesn't even mean that you're supporting faults. Like, you could be just supporting the designers that are overworked and underpaid. Uh, I just ask mm-hmm. that if you decide to not support Diablo 2 Resurrected, please, 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 please do not sling shit. At the people who were like, you know what? I really <laughs> that game that I've been looking forward to that. You know, like it's you can have your own opinions. That's totally fine. But but do not blame others that that go for this game because right. ultimately boycotts boycotts don't work. Um, and, but this investor lawsuit is what's really going to hurt Blizzard, and that's the one that I'm going to be paying closely close attention to. Um, but I was right. Jay Allen Brack was a shitty president. He got fired. Yay! <laughs> um, we are at one hour. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone, for just ranting. <laughs> Let's talk about other things. Unless, unless uh, Captain Platinum, uh, Panda, I appreciate your your your, your commentary throughout my rant. <laughs> Captain Platinum, do you have anything else before we move on to the games that we are playing? I don't think so. I think you kind of covered it all. I mean, we've we've talked about this, like you said, a week or two ago as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's time to move on uh, because, I mean, I've, I, th- I feel like I've destroyed the vibe. Um, 
But let's talk about games that we have played. Panda Pat has already talked about Diablo 2 Resurrected. I'm sure you've got other games, Panda Pat. So why don't you why don't you uh, talk about other games that you may have played? <laughs> okay, so I finally <laughs> I finally decided to so I bought a really expensive laptop with credit. Ooh. You know, because you know, <laughs> here's a little stupid information about my personal life. <laughs> I supported a guy for ten years that never wanted to get a job and would never be willing to marry me. <laughs> oh um, no! And I bought him a computer. Uh, did he? Did he have? That we were gonna what? Sorry, did he have a a goddamn sexy accent? No. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I mean, the sex was okay, but it wasn't something to tolerate what I did. I'm just one of those people that just loves to love, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. No, anyway, so good. I bought him a computer, um, and I was like, oh, yeah, I get a computer, you'll start streaming and make a bunch of money, and that didn't happen for, like, six months, and then I was just like, fuck, I'm over it. <laughs> Anyways, so I bought myself a fancy computer for the first time ever um, a couple of months ago, which I did it on credit, obviously, so I'm still paying it off. Um, but I didn't want to download mods because I was worried about viruses and I didn't want it to get all clogged up like my last one did. But I finally did decide to get some mods and the mods I'm choosing, not sex, Sims mods. I mean, I downloaded those two, but they're not working the way I wanted them to, so I'm just going to get rid of all of them. But the mods I want are, like, extra, like, aspiration mods. Okay, so if you don't play The Sims, you don't really understand. You have these, um, I think they're called aspirations. They're not called aspirations. I've had too much to drink. Anyways, but they're, like, they're, like, your personality <laughs> mods, okay? And I didn't realize how accurate some of these were. So when I normally played Sims, I always played with, like, the best... Of the mods like genius and and bookworm and things like that like i'm a bookworm but i'm not a genius like <laughs> so i pick like one thing that was like me and then i pick like two really good things like good with money or something like that <laughs> i guess it's frugal not good with money it's frugal <laughs> um and then i i found this mod that says it gives you an expansion of them i started playing and i found there's a I didn't find. There's always been a lazy mod. Or not mod. Lazy aspiration. Personality type. <laughs> so I did that one. And I tried to make this sim very similar to myself. It didn't look like me. I've always made sims that looked like me. But this one doesn't. But I did try to give it like the personality types that I have. Like a uh, like loner. Which makes you an introvert. And then lazy. Which makes you want to nap all the time. Which I was so surprised. And that was the thing is that I learned that I nap all the time, and I can make my sim nap all the time, and I got super excited. <laughs> and so I didn't have enough personality slots, so that was one of the mods that I downloaded and paid for from something, something, Kawiki, I don't fucking know. Um, but I got super excited, so I've been playing Sims a lot, because <laughs> I have more stuff, and I finally actually did the Star Wars stuff, which I'm kind of disappointed Okay. Um, because there's not, I haven't done any lightsaber battles or anything yet, but I'm finding that it's a lot of like how <gasps> Sims one was, not mm -hmm. one, but maybe how Sims two and three were, whereas you like, you go in 
and do the thing, but you don't actually get to see anything. Yeah. And then you come out. It's it's uh, they they have a term for it. It's called like a something pocket, where the sim goes in and does their thing, and then they come out. And else you see them as walking to the building and walk back out. Um. um Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but you mentioned Star Wars, and I brought my knowledge. It brought mm-hmm. my it brought my remembrance. What's the word? Memories. It brought it brought to mind uh, something I talked about in the chat. Uh, yeah. Just to get a reaction, I I told I I sent in our in our podcast chat. Hey, Star Wars sucks. And then like <laughs> Luke and Jamie were like, "Huh?" And <laughs> I was like. Because of this, and I posted an article because Disney has released the prices for their Star Wars hotel, and for two nights, $4,800. Holy shit! That's, that's so much more expensive than Star Trek Con. Oh. That's so weird. I, I hate Disney so much. <laughs> um. Yeah, Can we just so say every time we're mad because Disney, <laughs> because Disney, because I, Disney. I feel like they said that to me today, so that's the thing. So, so there are companies that I hate the most, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I hate Apple, I hate Amazon, and I hate Disney. Okay. But that does not mean I'm boycotting them. I just hate them. <laughs> Four thousand eight hundred dollars. Jesus. For two nights. No, 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 no. That's dumb. That's a that's the actual anyway, that when you mentioned Star Wars. That's what I thought of. Anyway, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. <laughs> well here's the here's the best part is that they didn't always own it and it wouldn't have been that expensive if they didn't own it. Now it's that expensive because Disney can do whatever the fuck they want because now they own the fucking world apparently. Yeah, there are overlords and masters, apparently. <laughs> Disney and Amazon, it's the same thing. It's just under different names. Jeff yeah. Bezos is just a robot. Wouldn't surprise me. No. Douchebag. <laughs> Although, if you're going to be a robot, I would hope that you'd want to be more attractive than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. <laughs> wow. Lame. <laughs> well, I apologize for interrupting you. Yeah, okay, okay. So I did the... I started doing some of the Star Wars stuff, and I haven't finished it yet, but, like, it was the same with the expansion that they finally gave us, Witchcraft, which I was super excited because making magic for Sims 1 was fucking glorious. Given for the time, it was amazing, but, like, we have the fucking technology. Let's just fucking do it. Like, right? Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was it was a disappointing release for the magic stuff. And I'm seeing that it's a disappointing release for the Star Wars stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, nah. Whatever. <laughs> I, I didn't expect much, but I did expect a little more. Maybe it will be better if I play through the rest of it, but... The little bit that I did play through, I was not caring for. Right. Those are the games I played. Sims and fucking Diablo. <laughs> cool. Um, Captain Platinum. Yeah. What, should, what have you been playing? Uh, mostly, I have just been playing Lego Harry Potter years one through four. I was just down to a point where I was just like... I need something that doesn't take a lot of my, my mental powers, and 
Um, that game was, uh, I think I got it for like $11 and there's your five through seven as well. They came with that. So I think these are pretty old. I think they're over 10 years old cause there's no dialogue. So that's a, I'm going back in time in Lego world. So uh, a lot of times the newer games have the, uh, audio where the Lego people talk. This one's the more, uh, shtick humor, which I appreciate. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying that. I finished the main story. Now I'm just unlocking everything. So I should have platinum in that. I don't know, within a week or so. Now it's just, uh, I got the last power. I need to be able to go through all the free play stuff um, and get everything. So now there's 16 levels. So, and then there's just stuff around Hogwarts. I thought it was fun. I thought they did a pretty good job recreating the first four movies. Um, it's always interesting to see what they um, put in and take out for those. And some of it, there's like little mini levels in between when you do the story. So um, what other game did that that was Lego? Maybe The Hobbit? Was The Hobbit that way too? Like the Lord of the Rings games? Possibly. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, I think they were. Where you do just a little bit of stuff on the side and then you, um, you have your main levels. But there's some things you can do in between the levels. Uh, I did stream an episode of Horizon Zero Dawn and got back into that. And I think I finally figured out why my mic wasn't working. So hopefully now the next time I play, people will actually hear me. So I went through all of RE7 and the good chunk of the first few episodes of Horizon with with no audio, which sucked. <laughs> wow. But I didn't. Yeah, because I was talking not knowing that no one could hear me. But, you know, there's not many people in the chat anyway when I do it. Um, a few people will stop in here or there. But um, it was funny to listen back and be like, no one could hear me. I thought I said something there. <laughs> I do that all the time. Anytime I try to stream, I'm always like, talk, 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 talk. And I keep talking. And then I realize that it's not recording. And I'm like, hmm. I mean, yeah. I think I'm funny, but I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> yeah. But this was like no commentary, not even the like, hey, welcome back to the, you know, push my buttons games Twitch thing here, you know, episode like seven, I think, or whatever. It was, there was nothing. Uh, and I think I had to do with the PS5 where I accidentally somehow muted the card because uh, my mic was working fine, but the Twitch uh, broadcasting was muted for some unknown reason. So I think I finally figured that out. So next time I broadcast, I should work. Um, I played a little bit more Let's Go Eevee. I've been playing some uh, Pokemon Go still and Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. So I finally got my second GL in that. And they are now adding Admiral Piet, uh, capital ship, the executor, starting Monday. So that'll be coming once a month. And that's going to totally make bounty hunters OP in ships. So that's <laughs> going to be fantastic. Uh, but this is like a slow burn grind. But they basically, uh, there was one of the YouTube guys that did a basically like a podcast type interview with a, a couple of the devs. And he was like, hey, so if someone puts this on defense at Grand Arena, can I beat if I don't have one? They're pretty much like, good luck. <laughs> it was all they said. So you're like, great. <laughs> They're like, hope they don't put it on defense. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, Galaxy Heroes is just kind of in an interesting place. So uh, they're releasing requirements for Lord Vader, which is Anakin in episode three for about, what, 40 minutes of time, roughly. So 
Um, they're uh, that'll be coming out in September. So he's our next Galactic Legend chase. Uh, other than that, that's mostly what I've been playing. Um, yeah, what have you been playing, Mike? So I mentioned earlier in the podcast. So I'll start off at the beginning of the week, which was uh, we didn't record last week, but we jumped. I I mentioned that I was uh, I got into Otacon, right? the the anime convention and during that time michelle and or rather i was considering that i wanted to get back into magic the gathering uh because of the dungeons and dragons set that was being released and so i was kind of thinking about it throwing it back and forth and i bought michelle a couple things uh from autocon that were pokemon related because her favorite thing of all time is pokemon and while that may not be my favorite, 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 it's like within the top five, right? And so I was like, man, I really, 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 really enjoy Pokemon. And then her and I had a discussion, and I was like, you know what? Because she says, I want to get into Pokemon cards again. And then I was like, okay, we can either have two trading card games taking up our account and our shelf space. Or I can get into Pokemon cards with her because I remember liking them as a kid. And I like Pokemon anyway. And I like trading card games anyway. So why not actually get into the actual game? And we decided we were going to get into the Pokemon trading card game. So we play the physical trading card game. And we play Pokemon trading card game online. And let me tell you. A fresh pack of cards smells so nice. Oh, man. Even a digital one? (laughs) Even the digital one. Okay. There is this this legal website. Okay. So here's the thing. Pokemon Pokemon trading card game online. uh, I call it trading card game. Uh, the, The Pokemon card game online. It's just like Magic Arena. I think I spoke about Magic Arena a couple times last year. Uh, on this podcast but it's just kind of like an online medium to play the game however i think pokemon has done a better job at integrating physical cards with the online version because each booster pack you pay for comes out with a code and you punch that code into the trading card game online and you get a booster pack online if you buy a specific themed deck it mm-hmm. also comes with a with a code you punch that code online and you get that same exact theme deck. If you go to promotional events, they will give you promotional cards and they will give you promotional codes. You punch it into the online game, you get those exact same promotional cards, right? I think Pokemon has done a better job at integrating the physical card game with the online card game. So her and I got into the physical card game. We collected all these codes and we decided, okay, you know what? Let's punch these in to the online game. And all of a sudden, uh, we have opened up probably like 300 booster packs online. (laughs) Here's the thing. Physical booster packs are kind of a rarity right now because you get assholes like Logan Paul. (laughs) I hate your stinking ass. He's so terrible. Oh, he is terrible. 
Why is he becoming, what is he becoming, like a fighter or some shit like this? I don't know. Really? His face really, makes guys? me just, he makes me want to gouge out his eye, stick my he knew. fingers he into He fucking his... knew that he was so terrible that he needed to be punched in the face, so he joined fighting. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's not just him, but I would say he is definitely a factor. Oh, he has looked at Pokemon cards as an investment opportunity. So Ugh. he starts so he starts buying Pokemon cards in bulk for oh, an investment he? opportunity. I don't know. He's like in his mid twenties. I mean I'm Oh, is I'm he in, that young? Yeah. I'm yeah. in my thirties. I don't give a fuck that I like Pokemon. But he doesn't like Pokemon. He does it because of the no. money. He no, doesn't... and most young kids don't. They don't understand it. They don't fucking know it. Right. They didn't grow up with it. Fuck so you, the... bullshit kids. Yeah, so so he gets into it. That drags a whole lot of people into the Pokemon card game because of investment opportunities. There are oh scalpers God. that... So the physical game... The physical game is like really like it's gotten to the point where i can't go to target and buy a booster pack because i get yep. yelled at literally no hyperbole i get yelled at by the employees because people have been stealing people mm -hmm. have been fighting people have been pulling each other's hair for these booster packs these pieces of paper that mm -hmm. i just want to play with and collect and maybe sell later on in my life mm -hmm. right people are like oh I gotta be the next Pawn Stars, so we're going to fight over it, and they just buy out the stock. Uh, I can't get physical cards. And um, if you do find them, you can buy two. Yes, yeah, so I yeah, you're do. Not to, allowed to buy more than so many. Right. So Michelle and I, we've been able to get our hands on some cards. Um, and so like, because of the rarity, we're like, oh, wait, we have an opportunity to spend a lot of money to get a box. Let's get the box, right? Um, but we, the Pokemon online version of the game, even though each booster pack comes with its own card that gives you a corresponding booster pack online, um, there are legal, I don't know how they do it. They're 100% legal. They sponsor on YouTube. They advertise all over the place. Um, they have not been taken down by lawsuits, but they will sell you codes for booster packs for like 10 cents a pop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen and, that before. I mean, a lot of people, they never use their online stuff, so they keep them and then sell them. Yeah, and so, like, we, Michelle and I are like, you know what? We can buy, like, an entire box. So just for people that understand, a box of physical cards, like if a booster pack costs you four bucks, and this goes for Magic, this goes for Yu-Gi-Oh!, this goes for Pokemon, if a booster pack cost you four bucks a box will cost you somewhere in the leagues of 130 to 160 dollars because of the amount of booster packs in them and literally that's what it comes down to like you buy a you buy a box for 143 dollars and that means that each booster pack can be sold for close to four dollars so a comic shop that sells these cards will sell a booster pack for five dollars right the margin for profits very 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 thin so so the reason why comic shops uh, sell them so much more expensive is because, uh, so owners of Nintendo, Nintendo, they give discounts to only big boxers, and they make they make people who are local pay a different price, which is like their regular price. Um, so 
if comic shops are selling them the same price as big boxers are, like Walmart, Target, that kind of bullshit, that means they're losing, they're not making as much money, if at all. Right, there's money. no I mean, incentive. At one point in time, yeah, at one point in time, I was talking to Charles about it, and he's like, if I go that low, I'm just basically a middleman. I'm not making any money. I can't, I can't support right. it. And I, 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 why? Since we stopped doing Yu-Gi-Oh! Why on earth would Charles like do that then, right? If there's no incentive right, for him to do so, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Charles, as a fellow nerd, would love to provide nerds with their mm -hmm. hobbies. But mm -hmm. he's a businessman; he has to be. He has to have like that business acumen, so he's not going to carry it because there's no incentive for him for cash. So. Poke and and this isn't just the Pokemon company, right? This is Wizards of the Coast with the Dungeons and Dragons products, like going past the the comic shops and the nerd shops, selling them on Amazon for like the same price. Uh, like there's there's really no like economic incentive for them to do so. No. So that that's part the way how they price these things out. That's part of the shortage. You got influencers like Logan Paul and other people. Opening boxes online like they're nothing. Okay, so Logan um, Paul's birthday is on April first, which damn. makes he, sense because he's, he's a, a fucking, fucking joke. joke. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm so happy that everybody got that. <laughs> so you get all these things that kind of just like affect the price, uh, which makes cards really, really rare. So Michelle and I, we have obviously pumped more money into the online game here's the thing about online games and like gotchas and things like this um when you play a trading card game online like magic arena uh, mm -hmm. pokemon i don't know if Yu-Gi-Oh has one but like you're buying booster packs i treat the online game as if it were the physical space right. because you don't you don't pay for the actual clients that allows you to play with other people but the level of play is so much more higher than the physical card game because people have so much more access to cheaper yes. cards. And so if I can buy a booster pack online for 10 cents, yeah, I'm going to buy a hundred of them. Right. Right. If Versus can. if I can, but there are websites that are like, okay, we have 2000 of these booster packs available. So I'm like, I'll buy a hundred of them. Right. Meanwhile, my physical card game deck is like at a much lower level so mm -hmm. i've been playing i haven't played any physical card games i'm mainly collecting them i'm starting to construct my deck on the physical cards but on the online game i already have like 10 decks i've already nice. punched money into the promotional decks <laughs> to a bunch of booster packs i'm already collecting shit like it like the online game is so much more advanced than the physical game it's insane so mm -hmm. i've been playing pokemon cards online and physically uh, because of the new resurgence of, of COVID, there aren't very many places that have Pokemon events in my state, in Maryland. Um, I mean, like, Maryland has done a pretty good job when it comes to vaccination rates. I think we have, like, at least an 80% vaccination rate. So the second and third waves of COVID that are hit in other states aren't, I don't think, are going to hit us as bad. So most places are having, like, businesses open. But in the city of Baltimore, where I reside, uh, people have to have masks. But because well, they were doing masks at the con today, that's I know good. It was mostly like Charles, but like fucking Caitlin was getting super pissed because she's like, "You need to require 
vaccination cards, and it's just like, well, Here, we'll require masks because here's that's the th- about the thing about requiring vaccination cards. And I talked to my friend who ran Autocon about this. Is that, uh, and I, I I can't really explain it super well. Um, but by requiring people vaccination cards, there is a certain level of legality that steps mm-hmm. in. Un- unfortunately, you get yeah. into the realm of legalities when it comes to mandating that people get vaccination. It's not pure profit, right? Mm-hmm. Wasatch Con cannot say we mandate. Uh, we're, we're rather, Wasatch Con is not in the position to say we can't mandate vaccination cards because it's going to cut into our profits. Like there are actual legality issues as an example in Texas and Utah ain't Texas, Maryland ain't Texas, but this is just an example. Texas has released a law that says local communities and individual businesses cannot mandate masks, cannot mandate vaccinations. It's a state by state, county by county thing. So Wasatch Con cannot mandate vaccinations because it's an actual legality issue right so go ahead oh and wasatch con is actually also in a mall so it's harder to do that as well so while while i would agree with caitlin saying like you know what like i wish vaccination records should be provided in order to buy a ticket by doing so by mandating it they are overstepping certain authorities on mm. like the county level, on the state level, and in this case, um, like the mall business. Well, and that's right? one of the things that was happening here in Utah is that they're trying to reinitiate the mask mandate, and Utah's totally not having it. My company specifically, because um, we're based out of a different state, just set, sent out a flat. It's back required again. Period. End of story. Um, so anytime anybody comes anywhere near my company, they have to wear a mask. Um, yeah. And that's because of out of state boundaries. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, that's the thing is, is these things are hitting legality issues. This is why, this is why, uh, Indiana university, for example, has like the Supreme court has said, no, you can't sue the university for mandating vaccines. Like these things, these issues are going to the Supreme court level. So while I agree that, that vaccination records should be required companies cons businesses they're not in the <laughs> position to mandate these things because they simply do not have the power within our country's system i don't agree with it at all because you know what kill off the weaker species you know <laughs> <laughs> right realistic right here no what i mean we- i don't want people to just die but you know what like if you're not gonna follow the rules, and you get it, yeah. People, someone at my at my works pretty much said like because of Maryland, like uh, Larry Hogan is my governor. Um, I he's he's Republican, but he has always like been anti-Trump. He's been anti mm-hmm. um, conspiracy theories. He's been <laughs> he's been anti QAnon. Right. Um. I I think he's done a pretty good job of governing the state. And he has come out and, and done a ton of initiatives to get people vaccinated. So our state has like an 80% vaccination rate. Um, right. So he's, he's, done, he's done a fairly, fairly good job. Thus, because of the vaccination rate, coronavirus restrictions are a little bit more lax than other, than other states. 
but not as lax as like Texas and Florida. Where was I going with this? I don't even remember. Oh man, <laughs> man, I have no alcohol tolerance. Oh uh, no, you went from Pokemon cards to that. Regardless, uh, I don't even know the jump, dude. Pokemon <laughs> playing Pokemon oh, in person oh. versus yeah, that's right. That's right. There are no Pokemon in-person events, and part of that has to do with Corona. And most of like the magic events too are all not a thing either. I don't right. even think the nerd store has gotten those back yet. Um, but my my local comic shop—oh, well, it's not really a comic shop. It's more of like a card game and D and D shop. It's a it's a hobby shop, just down the street. It's one block from me. Um, they they are doing D and D and Friday Night Magic, but. Like I'm hosting a D and D in person physical D and D group there, and the owner was like, "Hey, you know what? My wife has cancer. She's high risk. I am going to mandate that you and your players provide proof of vaccination because I don't want my wife to die." Right. Absolutely. Um. Uh, and so we. Um. And so I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. Uh, but like though, like D and D and Friday Night Magic seems to be going on in the state. But like any other events, any other leagues, Pokemon physically, I can't find them right now. Um, so I'm hoping that I can play Pokemon in person. Um, but yeah, basically the Pokemon online game has been a blast. Uh, I'm trying to test out a deck that I just built. Aside from that, I've only ever been playing Final Fantasy XIV. I haven't progressed on Trials of the Sky because I haven't had time this week. Um, I haven't progressed on Fire Emblem, which I need to finish. I need to finish Fire Emblem. Uh, I haven't made any progress on that this week. It's been pretty much Pokemon and Final Fantasy XIV. Nice. Been okay. Nice. Wait, so you're playing Final Fantasy XV? Fourteen. Fourteen. Did I say 15? Uh, I'm slurring my words, probably. Okay, I meant 14. I'm sorry. I thought you said 14. I thought you said 14. No, I need to get back into it. I have such a hard time. So I've recently started playing a healer class. Yeah. I I enjoyed that quite a bit. It's actually... because I can control and be like, fuck you. I'm finding... So the most common class in Final Fantasy XIV is DPS, yeah. which is yeah. uh, damage per second, for those of you who don't know. And the reason being is, I don't know what it is, it's a mentality thing. People like doing damage to the boss, right? The other yes. roles you have are the tank, which in my opinion are the more heroic classes. You have the paladin. There, who, you, you have you have the back round shooting them with an arrow. And still making progress because you don't have them physically punching you in the face. Right. <laughs> All the, the tanks. Easier classes. DPSs are easier classes. That's why there are so many. And that's fine. Tank is a little well. bit more technical. Mm-hmm. Um, I consider tank the hero classes. So you mm-hmm. have Paladin, um, which was a main character in a previous Final Fantasy. You have Dark Knight, which also was a main character in a, in a previous Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. You have the Warrior, um, and you have the Gunbreaker, which is a, a swordsman who basically uses the Gunblade, which is a Final Fantasy VIII main character, right? Mm-hmm. So the tank classes are the hero classes. You draw the attention from the bosses, and that fight is more complicated. Yeah. Um I have always DPSs are disposable. So if you mess yeah. up as a DPS, 
like you get kicked. So you I've get always kicked? Yeah, so I've always done DPS classes because I've always wanted to do that damage. And I've gotten anxiety doing raids and doing dungeons and stuff, so I haven't really done it. But then I did got into tanks, and I really enjoy tanks because people are more lenient with tanks. Are and they? Mm. Well, for me, I, that, that, that's been my experience. All right. Um, well, I mean, I got yelled at being a DPS. I got yelled at being a tank. And I've also gotten yelled at being a healer. But when I learned healer, it was just kind of like, well, I have all the power. <laughs> right. Healers You're are the DPS bosses of the group. Based, you can fuck the fuck off because I won't heal you. You can <laughs> then, really oh, go. No, th- you keep dying. You're going to get kicked. <laughs> right. I I have not gotten yelled as a tank, and I have not gotten yelled at as a healer. In fact, I find healing easier than even being a tank or a DPS yes. because all I'm looking at Healing's are the very easy. All I'm looking at are the bars of people's life in the upper right hand corner, and yep. I just heal whatever You're bars not going low. Anything else, mm-hmm. right? And like if I get hit by a by like an AOE attack, it, you know, I hit myself with heals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only that, a couple more than once, I have actually like told DPS, hey, hold up, otherwise you're not getting heals. And stop I've had fucking pulling. <laughs> yeah, stop fucking pulling. I'm gonna teach the tank his skills. You guys are going to wait because you're disposable. <laughs> and I had one DPS ignore me, go on heal, get killed, and he just stayed dead the entire like yep. dungeon Fuck out of spite. Guy. He was a wow <laughs> he was a wow transplant. And oh, so it's just like, he just stayed there. He's just like, stay dead. He's like, fine. I'm going to be dead wait for you. It's just like, you know what? We don't need you to actually finish the dungeon. I literally just need a tank. It'll take <laughs> forever, but the tank can finish the dungeon. I don't need you. Yep. And so as a wow. healer, I'm like the boss. <laughs> and it's a different perspective than even a WoW healing. If, yep. So this goes into the other topic I wanted to get into. Panda Pat, I remember you saying like you hated this guy Asmongold, who I've been talking about because he called Final Fantasy XIV a weeb game, and all of a sudden he's right. in Final Fantasy XIV. Okay, yeah, that was because you told me he was a wow person. Yeah, okay, so he's he's definitely a wow person. His transformation has been so interesting. <laughs> um, has it evolved other than the fact that he? Oh the fact man. That- fucking final fantasy is better yes he has evolved um, oh goodness i think you'll remember the last time you were on i remember you i remember telling you that he had like a one-on-one conversation with one of the biggest influencers in the final fantasy 14 space her name is zeppla and she wore bunny ears to the conversation that they had and he was like put up eh? he's like why are you wearing bunny ears she's like i don't know what you're talking about i i <laughs> I shower with I these bunny ears that. because like just for people who don't know about Final Fantasy 14 bunny ears are kind of like a thing because there is a character race called yes. Viera and they have bunny ears and they've been predominantly only female um, but male people are like male character models are coming out with the next expansion because people couldn't stop making fan art of male Viera and okay. so like bunny ears are kind of a thing they're kind of like the star like Final Fantasy fourteen race. They came and so Final Fantasy twelve, right? Yes, Final Fantasy twelve was when they were introduced because one of the six main characters was a Viera. And yeah. honestly, yep. it's because of the Playboy Bunny thing. <laughs> because she was a sexy ass character. 
Um, and like most of the Vieira models in Final Fantasy 14 are sexy ass characters. So the so people started doing like fan art of like male Vieira, and then um, Yoshi P, who is the director of the game, was just like, okay, I'll add them into the next expansion. <laughs> So anyway, so Zaplot in her stream, she wears bunny ears, right? And so she goes to this conversation with Asmongold. Now, I don't really like Asmongold's opinions. I have mainly been tuning into him because you can physically see the transformation. Like, you can see it in him. He's looking less like a dick. And he's looking more (laughs) like a weeb. Okay? Let me give you an example. He goes into this conversation with Zeppla. Zeppla has these bunny ears, and he's like, what? And she's like, I just shower with these things. And he's like, that's really weird, but I'm going to have a conversation with you because you're hot, right? Zeppla is cute. She's very cute. And, like, I, Asmogold, I felt, I don't know, maybe this was just my own, like, fan fiction in my head, but Asmogold, I felt like, was talking to, to Zeppla because she was cute. She had the southern accent, and she was wearing bunny ears, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he also was accused of, of calling Ishtala, who was one of the main characters in Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, like, that's a total weeb thing. That's a cat person thing. Mm-hmm. He starts playing Final Fantasy XIV, and I can start seeing the weeb transformation in him when he was like, <laughs> Ishtala is so fucking hot. <laughs> right? And so then all of a sudden, I started noticing certain things about his videos. He's starting to wear bunny ears. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Asmongold, you were starting to make, you were making fun of these, of these weebs playing this weeb game. And you were making fun of it, and now all of a sudden, it's not you're... even kind of a weeb game. That's the problem. It's not. It's more. It's more Final like fantasy is so much more profitable in the Americas than it has been right. anywhere it's, else. It's more. Of, it's <laughs> it's got it's got Japanese aesthetics. It's got Japanese themes. And it's got like Japanese right. design philosophies. It's well, not so much Final of an anime game. Are aggressively Japanese, um, like when it comes to the fashion styles. Yeah, most of them are, but. This is based a lot on fucking Eleven and Eleven's uh, power, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So this dude, Asmongold, like, he's got a new video coming out. For people who don't know, Ishtala, right, one of the main characters, you get separated from her at the end of, like, the main campaign and then the first expansion, Heaven's Sword. She's completely absent with the exception of the end of the expansion. And when you find her... She's naked, uh, but there's like clever censorship where like someone's hat is in the way or something like that. Um, and so like a lot of the people who are simping for Ishtala love those scenes because Ishtala, I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. Like her, she, she is like one of the better looking like characters in Final Fantasy 14. So the fact that that scene comes in where like you find her in the live stream and like, She's she's pretty much just like lying all like half dead in a in a river stream. I really want to see his reaction to it because he simps so hard for that character. <laughs> and the video that has come out with his reaction is like 45 minutes long. I saw oh, it today. No. I want to listen to it in the background as I'm like doing my dungeons and stuff. Because like I just know he's going to like drool. There was one, okay, there is a twit. Okay, uh, we're gonna end because we're already at an hour and forty five minutes. I'm gonna end with this, with this thought. There is a video. He does videos on occasion because he has his own subreddit 
where he goes through the subreddit like hottest posts of the month or something. He like reacts and he talks about them on his Twitch streams. Someone posted a cosplayer of Ishtala, right? And this cosplayer, I mean, like the point of it is that she looks good. She's also kind of like biting her pinky. She's like, uh, you know, like she's really posing it up. She's got the cat ears. She she knows she looks good, and she's and she's posing for a photo, right? Nothing weird about that. But it got posted on his Reddit, and he he's scrolling through his Reddit, and he hits that picture, and he's just like, "There's three seconds of a pause," and he's like, "Hold on, I'll be right back." I'll be right back. And he takes his headphones off. He sets it down. He walks to the bathroom. He's gone for two minutes. And he comes back out, puts his headphones back on. He's like, okay, now let's go on to the next post. (laughs) I'll have to find that video and I'll post it on the chat. I feel um, Mike's wearing bunny ears right now. Like I, I just, ain't. I am wearing bunny ears right now. <laughs> I ain't, but I'm not going to judge people if they are wearing bunny ears. Final Fantasy 14 is a fun game. It really is a I'm fun game. I'm going to buy you a pair of bunny ears, and then you wear them anytime I wear them, and we wear them together in solidarity of this. <laughs> but yes, yes, I would do that. Um, but yes, My as bunny told, ears are not like regular bunny ears. But I will get you regular bunny ears. <laughs> I would appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but yes, Asmongold has has transformed. It's like a weird body horror fascination with me because he's transforming and he doesn't even realize it. Because he'll do these wow videos and in these wow videos, 100% of it is him shitting on World of Warcraft and Blizzard. <laughs> And then he goes into Final Fantasy fourteen, and he gets gl- like glassy eyed, and he's just like, "I'm enjoying this so much. I have my critiques. I can talk. I can talk about like the negatives." Yeah, but the thing was, he talked so much shit before he got into it. So much shit. Oh man! So it's his transformation has been fascinating to me. Um, I have spoken too much. We're at an hour and forty nine minutes. <laughs> Um, does anyone have anything else to add on before we close this episode? Captain, I was going to say Clapton Patnam, but wow, wow, (laughs) (laughs) yes, uh, spectacular Panda Pat and Captain Platinum. Do you guys have anything else to add before we close the episode tonight? I had a good day today. No, it's been good. You know what? It's been fun. Viewers, I'm sorry if you have only heard drunken slurred speech. We, you know, the three of us, we needed this tonight. Um, all of us had something to drink and all of us had a great time. I really hope you at least enjoyed a little bit of my rants, my anger. Um, and then like all of us talking about just just games in general. We, we all we really love doing this. We should get drunk <laughs> together more often on a Friday. Yes. Well, now that I can. Yes. I won't be at work anymore. Yes. Alright. Um, like yeah. Well, I appreciate it. And Panda Pat, hopefully your schedule will open up and we can all get drunk together together <laughs> again. Yes. Um, Captain Platinum, what is that thing that we always say? Oh, Pat loves it. We got a game harder this week. No! Yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> Everyone... Have a fantastic, stupendous, game-filled week. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye, everyone.
Hello, I'm the podcaster without fear, Luke. I'm the uncanny Ryan. I am Kylie the Poodinger. I am the superior Caitlin. And I am the agitated Kyle. And, and we, we are most of the Nerd Dome Podcast. Every Friday, some variation of this group gets together and talks about all things nerd. The newest stuff in TV, movies, comics, video games, and more. So join us in the Dome every Friday to hear all things nerd. From a bunch of people who are probably a bit too into it. This show is part of the Geek Nerd Network. Geek Nerd Network. Find more shows like it at geeknerdnetwork.com. This is Jen.